0: Rarely am I speechless whenever you play an opening audio clip, and I don't even know where to go with that. Welcome to the Mm -hmm. SEC, I guess. That's your average
1: everyday Alabama fan. (laughs) Hundreds of them are piling into Norman right now as we speak. Yeah, got to love it. No, that is uh, an Alabama fan that's made himself famous for saying what he said at the very end of that audio clip and also um, rating beers online. Uh, you know how Dave Portnoy rates slices of pizza. This guy yeah. rates uh, different types of beers. That's that's kind of his thing.
0: Okay. And he's a big old Bama fan. I could uh, I could um, I could look at some of his beer ratings and see what's going on. Yeah. Nice. The guy well, that
1: films I, is like, take you a swallower of that there, Willie. Take you sw- take you another swallower of that, and tell us what you think. <laughs> it's like, ah. This is what, the SCC, what beers huh? are they
0: reviewing, like uh, Natty Light, Keystone Light? Natty
1: Light, the 25-ounce Bud Light can. Um, they did a High Noon. Re- really anything that comes in a can. I, I think they've rated by now.
0: <laughs> Let's rate all the different Bud Lights. We'll do a 12-ounce yeah. can. We'll do a bottle. We'll do the aluminum bottle. We'll do the uh, the 24-ouncer. That's great. Oh, fantastic. Uh you know, it, I'm excited about the SEC, but you know there are some things. It's not all uh, glamorous. It's not all going to be roses when you go to the SEC. There's there's a lot of riff raff that comes with it. Okay, just uh, such as fair warning. Well, those people beer reviews, <laughs> <laughs> beer reviews from Alabama fans. Okay, uh, that's the SEC
1: in this century. Is um all their tailgates are people like that, they talk like that. By the way, that guy looks cross eyed. I think he is cross eyed, so if that gives any more additional detail, their tailgates are probably just a bunch of drunken beer reviews online. That's that's wow. what I that's what I picture okay. imagine. It's gonna be right. hey, it's going to be a different crowd, that's for sure. You're stepping into I I think OU fans realize that, but do we really realize just how different it's going to be? Opposing fans wise.
0: No, I don't think so. Uh, especially whenever we, when we go on the road, like when we're hosting games, I, I don't think it's going to be all that bad. It, you know, they're going to bring a lot of fans. They're going to have uh, enthusiastic fans here. Going to be a, a, you know, a wild group that that goes on the road. Probably goes to all the road games. A lot of them do, but uh, it's the when we go on the road that's going to be the dangerous spot, right, Um, that's the one that people are going to have to get a little used to whenever that happens. Mm. I know people can be welcoming whenever you have like a one-off, like we're going to Ohio State. Oh, great. Hey, guys, welcome to Columbus. Uh, Stop by the tailgate. There will be some of that. But this is also going to be now a conference game, right, right? And those conference games are where rivalries are developed, and maybe it's going to be nice, and and uh, you know everyone's shaking hands and laughing, slapping each other on the back for the first year or two. But as things happen in games, as rivalries form, it'll become less welcoming. That's my guess. I
1: don't, I don't know how welcoming it's going to be though for the first couple of years. I think SEC yeah, fans, right. I think SEC fans care about you know their reputation and how hard they go in between games. I think it's going to be an even more exaggerated version of themselves like each new place OU goes for the first time. Like they, they care about that. Like they they're, they're going to try to overemphasize like what a Saturday looks like out there.
0: Yeah. I guess there's good and bad right. with
1: that. So, just just be Probably prepared.
0: right. I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it'll be great. But as far as uh, this SEC SEC matchup we got going on this weekend, yeah, we better be on our game, buddy.
1: Yeah, um, boy, ESPN BPI has Alabama 72.1% chance to win the basketball game. And I'm trying to see if a betting line has been released or not. I am not seeing one, but I'm sure we'll get one by the end of the show. OU currently is next 4 outs on bracketology. Mm. Not last 4 outs, next 4 outs. Last Saturday was a must win. They didn't win. What is this? Is this a must win? Like what what territory are we in with the number 2 team in the country coming to town?
0: It's it's not. I don't think it's a Oh man, it's not a must win, but it would go a really long way. You've dropped 4 out of your last 5 games. And I guess, what, six out of your last eight games, you've won, what, two conference games right now? It, it's, you know, you're only going to get the benefit of the doubt for so long. We're two and six in conference right now, and we're still somehow floating around the NCAA tournament. Um, now I know this isn't a conference game, but you they have to show well at a minimum. Winning the game would go a really long way, but I don't think it's must-win at this point. Um, you know, you, geez, you've only got one, two, three, you're gonna four. You're going to need a marquee win,
1: and there's, if you're going to be a bubble team, and yeah. that's what they're going to be, like, I there's other opportunities for marquee wins, but, you know, I, you got this one at home. I don't think that you're going to get one on the road, so you, you might need to go ahead and do it here.
0: You only got five home conference games remaining. I know. So... You
1: know, I okay. It, it's hard. It's not hard to say. I think that this could be closer to a must-win, just because what's happened recently and what's happened uh, earlier this week at TCU. Like, uh, if you lose this one and you don't come out with a whole lot of energy and you don't look like you have a whole lot of fight, that's going to be pretty damaging just for the rest of the year. Like, I, I think that you really got to win this game just to get some sort of confidence back moving forward. Like, th- if you lose confidence in this league, it's hard to get it back. I you got to figure out a way to get some of that back. That I'll give tomorrow. you this:
0: you play three top ten games at home. Uh, that's not including number eleven TCU, the last game of the season. But you got Alabama, you've got Kansas, and you've got Kansas State. You have to win two. at a minimum one of those. I yeah. Well, maybe two. Two would be, two would be a, a big bonus. But at a minimum, you 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 can't lose all three of those games. I agree. So, with that. Right, however you want to, I, I'm not sure right now what one necessarily means more. I think the Alabama always, win. Alabama,
1: would, it always means more. Come on, it's the SEC.
0: Well, I think if if you beat Alabama. And you don't beat Kansas or Kansas State. That win reinforces how difficult the conference is, and I think helps you all helps you with perception overall.
2: Yeah, but uh,
0: maybe it doesn't matter. You just got to win all your home games remaining, and and that's really all we got to talk about. Kendall
1: says it will not be nice and welcoming when we visit Arkansas. That good point. It's probably true. This one says from the four seven nine SEC fans already hate us. LOL. Is that true?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: I don't think A&M fans like you. Obviously, Texas fans don't like you. I don't think Arkansas fans are too fond of OU either.
0: LSU is, don't like you.
1: Well, I, they don't like anyone, though. Well, that's right. – uh, yeah, I, it's Still true. Still qualifying. It's true because I think that's the case with most schools in the SEC. They just kind of hate everyone. until right. uh, Until one of those teams is playing for a national championship and all of a sudden sure. they hop on that bandwagon. That's that's how it works.
0: At least we get the we'll get the benefit of losing a bowl game and our conference will back us and say, Oh well, you know, <laughs> they didn't care anyways. They weren't in a playoff. That'll be nice for once.
1: It'll be nice. It'll be it'll be fun to, to be in that league. Um, I'm gonna go down like four sports here. You tell me who's most likely to be their new SEC rival, okay? Okay. Softball.
0: Um Oh boy, Alabama! I think, I think yeah, I,
1: I think it's going to be Alabama. Yeah,
0: I think it's Alabama. There's some other good teams, but I don't, I don't know what the following is like for those teams. Like Florida's been good, Georgia oh, well, was good last year. All those year. teams
1: have followings, man. Arkansas's yeah. got a great following. LSU, like they, they, care about softball there.
0: I would, I think I'll say, I think I'll stick with Alabama.
1: I, I would agree with Alabama. Uh, what about baseball? Arkansas, agree. Basketball.
0: I want to say Arkansas again.
1: I, I would agree with that as well. So you're, we're three for three. Like I, I I agree. Football.
0: Now you're you're going you're you're tossing me in here blind, not knowing who we're going to play every year. Yep. Just in general, who is our football rival going to be in in the SEC? Yeah. Um, correct. LSU,
1: I think it's a group of three teams. Um, I think LSU is is yeah. likely. I think Arkansas could be likely again. Uh-huh. And does A and M count? Sure. Yeah. Then I think probably those three teams is who you're is who we're yeah. talking about here. There's That's I, I, I just right. I think there's got to be some proximity to whoever your new football rival is. There is with Arkansas. Um, not so much with LSU, but, you know, a little bit closer than Tuscaloosa or Gainesville or Athens or anything like that, and then obviously with College Station.
0: Do you think there's a I, – because I do – I think there's a real chance the OU-Texas rivalry – in like it's never going to lose it, like all its luster and everything, but I do think it will lose – some of its steam with the fan base. The reason I say that is because it's been so long that the the Oklahoma and Texas have been in a conference to where they're the two big dogs. Yeah. There's been other good teams, right, but they're the two big tall big dogs. They're the the top teams, they're the pinnacle of the conference sometimes because of how good the teams are, other times because of how much, you know, publicity they get and that fuels Teams, like, really digging at each other and hyper-focused on the rivalry. Well, whenever you join a conference where I, neither one of the teams is necessarily going to be the big dog anymore, at least not whenever you first join, I, I just I wonder what that does to the heat of that rivalry.
1: Well, especially if you spread out your hate a little bit more evenly across a conference, right? Like, if OU develops... A hated rivalry with Arkansas or with a or like or, or someone else like for so long in the Big Twelve, your sole focus of hate really kind of has been Texas. Like, sure, Oklahoma State is there, and I know all OU fans are going to save a special amount of hate every single year for Texas. But if you start hating more teams in that league, I I, I agree with you. It's it, it'll be a little bit different. I don't think it's going to change how awesome the game is or anything like that. But no. it'll be a it'll be a different dynamic.
0: I mean, think about it. You've got, you've got. I, I don't know. Florida, Georgia in the SEC, Alabama, Tennessee. Um, you've got Ohio State, Michigan in the Big Ten. I, it was like the de facto Big Twelve. Like we were since it was in a different conference, you're always thrown right into the mix as the as the best out there, and I think you're still going to be there. But, you know there's a potential that it shines a light on I mean, if both teams are not up to par and don't get up to par rather quickly, you know, it could fade down the ladder in the SEC pretty quickly is how big that game is. Sam
1: and, and how big has, the rivalry we is. we will always hate Texas the most. Yes, that's, that's never – there's no situation that's, that's going to change that. The SEC, though, and their rivals, it's almost like the NFL – because the NFL's best rivalries are dependent on who's really good at the time, right? right. Like the yeah. Colts and Patriots obviously were you know rivals for, for years with Peyton and Tom Brady. But, you know, there was a time in the SEC where LSU and Alabama was the biggest rivalry. Like traditionally, I don't think Alabama would claim LSU as its biggest rival. It would say Auburn. It would say Tennessee before LSU. But when those two programs had it going on, that was each school's biggest rival kind of seemingly at the time. Georgia-Tennessee, I think, is going to develop into that for the next four or five years. Uh, Georgia would probably call Florida a bigger rival than Tennessee or, you know, maybe even Auburn a bigger rival than Tennessee. So you, you kind of get the point there. It's almost like the NFL, like, who's really good at the time? That's kind of your best rivalries in the conference, which is interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: No, that's, that's right, uh, especially whenever you've got – you're going to have several of them now, right? You're going to have Oklahoma-Texas. You're going to have, I'm assuming, perhaps Texas, Texas A and M. You're going to have Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, all of your your traditional ones. It's just going to be a bunch of good games. I don't know, man. It's going to be it's going to be different. It's going to be fun. It's a it's going to be a culture shock. It's going to be a it's going to be a football shock. Really, it's going to be a you know, it's going to turn into a little bit more of a full time. Full like a year-round affair, yeah I believe, because uh, you know the the spring sports are are huge in the SEC. Whenever you're talking about uh, you know baseball and softball, obviously, and, and you know the basketball stuff's been been big in the Big Twelve, but that'll continue. Like if you don't pour a bunch of like uh, energy fan base into all of those sports. You're going to stick out like a sore thumb pretty quickly.
1: I was at OU gymnastics last Thursday and I forgot what they were telling me, how many season tickets LSU was sold for women's gymnastics, but it was incredible, man. Like yeah. yes, they they like it seems like a lot of SEC schools like support way more than just a couple of sports on campus.
2: It's yeah.
1: it's crazy, man. I'm yep. trying to remember exactly how it was, but their their number of season tickets sold was like, wow, really? And it's not like they're Oklahoma. And they're a good program, but it's not like they've won what five out of the past eight national titles like OU has. It's insane. Yeah.
0: No, you're right. And obviously, like we've talked recently about how big track is in the SEC. Um, obviously, the Diamond Sports we've we've hit on. I don't know, dude. It's going to be fun. It's going to be different, man. It's. Um, we have, and it's our own fault, and it's not anything that's good. But I. I just I think that people are going to love the ability to be re-energized by some of the other sports that maybe for for whatever reason have kind of lost some luster around here, and I, it's going to be awesome whenever you're hosting some of these big name baseball programs, you know, throughout the spring and early summer. I because that's a big deal. I Mississippi State or you know Arkansas or or any of those schools are coming to town. Like that's going to be a big deal. I think you know, I think the energy in all of the all of the different sports is going to be through the roof and I hopefully uh, hopefully it stays.
1: Um we got a lot of text to get to next segment. I'm just going to read one before we hit a break. Talking OU football all the time during OU football season? Brilliant. But 2 days before the NFL conference championship games? Just no. You must be new here.
0: 2 games, 2 days before what?
1: The NFL conference championships? saying this is stupid why aren't you guys talking NFL why are you talking OU doesn't make any sense
0: here I'll give you some NFL the games are going to be great um, I'll take the uh, I'll take the Bengals and I'll take the 49ers there will hit some more Oklahoma football and Oklahoma sports <laughs> on the other side quick time out here yeah. from Riverwind Casino uh 6513439 keep the text messages coming in good stuff we'll be back
1: It is the rush on a Friday. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 405 651 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Fun segment coming up next, Weatherman Jay, former Sooner Jaden Knowles. You all wanted him as the official Ref Army weather correspondent. Well, we're going to talk to him next segment about the uh, winter storm that be, could, could uh, be coming in early next week, and you know we're going to throw a couple of OU football questions his way as well. That's, that's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Maybe we should throw some uh – uh, conference championship game. Oh, I'm so glad that got you fired
1: up. Oh, I'm so Chief glad that got Spingle. you. So glad that got you fired up. It Let's got talk the, about it. It got the text line fired up too. That, <laughs> that dude can shut his face. Oh, you all oh day my, every day. Uh, listen, uh, all, we all welcome
0: everyone. Um, we're just going to lean heavily. Oklahoma sports. It's what we're going to talk about. Well, that, listen, we're going to hit. I think those games are going to be great. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. those. Throughout the day, for sure, but not me—the folks of the show. Not going to be the folks of the show. Yeah,
1: yeah. Keep talking OU. It's why I switched. Love the football talk and the text interaction. Yeah, that's not slowing down anytime soon. I promised you. So this one says, "The moment OU plays at LSU, Texas will no longer be their biggest rival."
0: Well, yeah. well, maybe will no longer be their most hated. You, you're, you know you're supposed to hate Texas, okay? They're annoying. Uh, we laugh at them. You will come back from LSU literally despising every single LSU fan and hating everything about them, everything about their school, everything about the way they talk. Uh, how they treat incoming fan bases Tiger how they act Tiger whenever bait. they're on the road yeah yeah
1: spoken from experience here
0: it's going to be a totally i we're supposed to dislike texas i and and there's a lot of people that that obviously it they hate them more than others but right, when's the last time you had a bunch of Texas fans throw beer all over you or you know getting someone you know's face and you know have like oh. five people like That
1: would require them to be tough and that that ain't happening. That ain't happening.
0: <laughs> well, that's it'll happen. Oh, it will definitely. Well, by the other happen. I'm
1: saying I'm saying not by Texas, that by the yeah, other. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: By LSU. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. It's different, man. It's going it's going to be totally different. You'll have a real reason to actually hate somebody, <laughs>
1: and then you're not even accounting for the annoying Georgia fans that like to hur, 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 everywhere yep. around town,
0: get in your face, bark, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the barking's going to be, be really now. annoying.
1: God, that's that one's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, maybe
1: they'll play Georgia once every ten years. Like it goes to the yeah. SEC now, but maybe I'll only have to hear the barking once every decade.
0: Oh, I'm sure we'll play. You know, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Florida every single year. That's probably the, the schedule they're going to give us. They're going to treat us like Arkansas. In the COVID like year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're treat us like You guys open with
1: Georgia, and then you will play Alabama very soon, and then you're going to go to LSU. Sure.
0: You get home games against Vanderbilt and Missouri. Everything else is a road game.
1: It'll be yeah. the most, if OU were to go 8-4, and four, their first year to be the most impressive 8-4 and four ever.
0: No. Yeah. Let's hope so, they don't go 8-4. Uh, I'm, uh, I, have you heard any more scuttlebutt on the schedule release?
1: Um, no, no. I just, what we talked about yesterday, but it's all quiet now. I Like, when it's going to be l- mm. literally nothing. Have you? Uh,
0: no. I have not. I've heard nothing. Haven't inquired, but I saw I saw like I think it was a fake uh, Texas leaked schedule They got a p- bunch Tattoo of people. Baker. All, Tattoo Baker,
1: Tattoo yeah. Baker always gets it's it's great. Yeah, he's a magician.
0: Yeah, got a bunch of people all all upset about that deal, and you know, lobbing uh, insults back and forth at one another. So. That's always great. It doesn't take much.
1: No, it, it, it's so <laughs> great. Schedule release. Tattoo Baker does it, like, at least a couple of times a month where he gets people. It's just amazing to me that people see a tweet from Tattoo Baker about the Texas schedule, and, you know, they get all upset about it. It's still amazing to me, but I, I do yeah. enjoy every single second of it.
0: Yeah, 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 good stuff. Well, I don't know. I hope it comes out soon so we can scrutinize make fun be upset say where we should have gotten where we should be going is there any chance there's a schedule that's released that we're happy with no what kind of defeats the purpose of sports no. doesn't it
1: well i you're not going to be happy with the home schedule most likely i don't know if there is a combination where you could be like "Ooh, the oh, home well. schedule is going to be good next year let's go
0: what's new when's the last time we had a home uh, schedule you were happy about has uh, it ever happened? S-
1: yeah, September 2016, I was happy with that home schedule, and they got to play Ohio State, but that's the last time.
2: Yeah.
1: I, didn't, I didn't care for the October or November home schedule, just that September one it was pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see whenever uh, that whole situation's going to drop. Oh. I heard you guys on Load Up talking about a couple of new offers out there. Huh? Yeah, they've State offered guys? like
1: three kids from Carl Albert. Brent Venables has offered three kids from Carl Albert. And what I was saying to Parker is, okay, he offered three kids from Carl Albert recently. He just offered Taylor Heim out of Bethany. It's like he's going across the state and being like, uh, hey, you guys want an offer? All right, here you go. He, uh, he's the one handing out the offers to the in-state kids. I, I don't is this hate that.
0: The, is this the Oprah meme yes. uh, with the cars? <laughs> you get a car? Tattoo Baker, I know you're
1: capable of doing that. Uh, Photoshop Brent Vittable's head end for uh, Oprah's and do that.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah good stuff yeah that's cool i think it's important it's something that he's talked about uh you know finding some in-state guys i think you know especially with the transfer portal situation you know and trying to find good players that it means something to them they want to develop and they're going to be a little more locally tied you know it's just just kind of how it goes so real yeah, quick
1: I'm, real quick before we get to uh to Jade Knowles' next segment, I, I know you don't know the schedule. We don't know the schedule. What would be your best guess as to what OU's over/under win total is going to be next year?
0: Oh man, I was I was thinking about this. You po- you post that on uh, the refs' Twitter? No,
1: but it sounds like something I put out.
0: Yeah, I saw something out there, and I thought I thought it was something. I was thinking post, about today,
1: and I, I nine and a half. I I could see that number. Nine and a half or ten.
0: Nine-and-a-half or ten?
1: Probably wow. closer to nine-and-a-half, more I think about it.
0: Here's the thing, man. It's so hard to it's, – it's hard to know. Um, we were not a very good team last year, and we – it wouldn't have taken anything more than what we were last year as, like I said, not a good football team to win nine games. So, I in my opinion – like nine is like the yeah. benchmark. Uh, you have to hit nine. Well,
1: and here's and I the thing, too.
0: And especially in the I, – I don't see any team – I think there's going to be some good teams, and someone's going to come from nowhere like TCU did. That uh, You know, that happens a lot in this conference. And there's going to be some good teams, but like it's hard to look at anyone right now and say that like, with what we have coming back, what we got at quarterback, how we've bolstered our roster, that – I mean, we should be able to beat every single team in the conference should like be. that's not asking that much. yeah now will we? Uh, probably not, but you gotta win you gotta win nine conference games or I guess nine regular season games next year. have to. That's a minimum. I and agree. then win the conference championship and win a bowl game.
1: I agree. More that's next you all for our new KREF Army weather correspondent. You all wanted Weatherman Jay, Jaden Knowles himself. So he's going to join us to uh, tell us a little bit more about what's going to happen in the state of Oklahoma weather-wise early next week. Hey, Jaden, I I appreciate you doing this. One, do more people call you Jaden or Weatherman Jay? (laughs) And two, get us caught up on uh, what you got going on in life right now, man.
2: Oh, man, that's a funny question. Uh, If I go out to Walmart or something and run into a fan, I always hear Weatherman Jay. You know, sometimes I forget, you know, my own name because I hear Weatherman Jay so much. But, uh, you know, right now, I'm trying to adjust to life after football, um, you know, playing football my entire life. You always consume um, with doing workouts or film or something like that. And now I have all this time on my hands, <laughs> and it, you know, just trying to figure out what what to do. But um, I'm about to be the weekend meteorologist out in Lawton, Oklahoma, uh, working at KSWO, which is an ADC affiliate, Channel 7. Awesome. So I'm excited for that, you know i start there next month on uh, February 7th.
0: That's awesome. It's it's cool that uh, you've been able to launch that career. When did you – is this something like as a little kid you were always interested in? Was there like a certain event? Did you see a tornado or or go through something that, that made you uh, be so
2: drawn to weather? How did this thing get started? Not necessarily an event. Um, growing up, my grandma always had the news on, and, you know, I was always watching the weather with her. And so I always fell in love with it. And also my dad works for NBC5 in Fort Worth, Texas. And so at a very young age, he used to take me up there early in the mornings, 3 a.m. shift all the way to, you know, 11 a.m. And I got a chance to, you know, walk up there and be in front of the green screen and learn from David Fenfrock and many others. You know, I just fell in love with it at a very young age.
1: More adrenaline, Jaden. Covering a tornado (laughs) live, covering a tornado chase, or carrying the football at a game?
2: Oh, my goodness. That is a tough question right there. I, I want to say the tornado because I, I, went storm chasing, I went storm chasing one time, and I think that's my last time. Um, it's, it's very crazy. It's very scary. And uh, I don't recommend it, especially at nighttime. Yeah. So tell us what's coming up, coming up
0: this weekend. Now, we just had the snow come through. Uh, we got quite a bit. It was in and out in one day. Never really got that cold, so the, the snow didn't hang around that much. What's it looking like? What is it, next Tuesday? Looks like we got a uh, possibility of another, another patch coming through.
2: Yeah, that's right. Like I say, uh, go out and enjoy today and tomorrow because, you know, today will be a high about 57 degrees, and tomorrow is going to be a breezy 61 degrees before that cold front comes in Saturday night into Sunday morning, which will drop temperatures near below freezing. Um, those windshields will be in the teens, so you're going to have to have a jacket on. Um, Monday there's a 30% chance of freezing rain, but Tuesday – as you mentioned, there's that Tuesday risk of much higher with 60% chance of mixed precipitation. You know, some areas will see a, a patch of snow or ice coming down. Travel conditions will be impacted.
1: What do you think? Uh, I, I don't know if you have, like, some uh, models that you're looking at for the springtime, but it's been a very active winter season around here. Does that mean anything for the spring and some tornado activity that could happen around here? I don't know if you've looked that far ahead or not, but what's what's your feel on that?
2: Well, I, I'm taking a look at it uh... – we are having a very active winter season and, you know, usually around the springtime in Oklahoma, it, it always takes off with, you know, tornadoes and thunderstorms. So, I, I'm thinking it's going to be about the same within the spring coming um, with storms and tornadoes. So, just always be weather aware. I always watch KOTO's Damon Lane. Uh, that's where I did my internship. So, you know, he will always keep me informed. And I'll also be the weekend meteorologist at KSWO, as I mentioned. So, if you're out there in the Lawton area, you know, tune in. Well, I don't know how long – are you down in Lawton right now? Have you have – uh, No, so I'm, I'm actually in Norman right now. I'll start next
0: month. Okay, well, I'm going to help you out. I don't know how many times you've been to Lawton, but I'm going to give you an extended forecast Uh-oh. for Lawton. <laughs> it's going to be hot as hell starting, uh, <laughs> like, in April all the way. It's always, like, 10 degrees warmer than it is here in the Oklahoma City area.
2: That's great information because I've never been to Lawton, so I'm going to use that, definitely. (laughs)
1: Hey, um, how do you feel about the future of the OU football program around Brent Venables? I I know that you've you've been in it here recently. Um, Tough season this year, 6-7, and but what what do you feel like the next year or two is going to look like around here?
2: It's definitely going into the correct direction. Uh, You know, we we have our guys there. uh, The right coaching staff, Coach Venables, is doing a great job. You know, I know the record didn't reflect that, but what he's installing within that program is brotherhood, culture, and accountability. And that's going to go a long way within the OU program. And I'm very excited to watch this season as a fan. You know, I'm going to be the craziest fan you ever see. You know, and uh, I think they're going to have a successful season.
0: You got any young guys maybe to keep an eye on that you think are going to really develop through spring and
2: have a big year next year? Dev- definitely Gavin. Uh, Salcha yeah. and uh, Javante Barnes, you know, I was in that running back room with them. I was, uh, when Eric Gray left, you know, when he declared, I became the guy on the film uh, with the remote in my hand. So I, we were going through, you know, film sessions uh, for Florida State. And so I'm just really excited to watch those guys. Also, Major Nelson, he's another walk-on, he's a wide receiver. I think he's going to take off this screen because he works very hard. How'd you like
1: DeMarco as a running backs coach?
2: Uh, by far, my favorite coach ever. Wow. By far, he had a, a a great connection. I learned so much from him um, when I first got here in OU. You know, it, it just took my game to the next level because you you learn so much from a different eye, especially from somebody who was in the NFL and you know exceeded in the NFL. You learn so much stuff because you know you think you already know a lot about football and how to run the ball because you've been doing it your entire life. But there's some things that I learned that I never even thought of, and that. You know, I translated to the field, which helped me a lot. You know, gave me an opportunity in 2021 season. And, um, you know, I'm just so thankful for him and wish him the best. I'm definitely going to stay in touch with him.
0: Good stuff, man. We appreciate you dropping by the show. Now, uh, keep your phone handy. If things change, we may be giving you a ring early next week, see what the travel conditions are going to look like. And for everyone listening out there, you can look for Jaden coming up, what, in the next month or so down there in Lawton on Channel
2: 7? Yes, sir. Correct.
1: Yeah, we already have Lawton listeners, including Greg, saying, "All right, cool. Thank you for telling me. I will watch him on the weekend. So that's that's good.
2: Awesome. Yes, sir. I'm excited man. to get out
0: there. Good stuff, man. We appreciate you dropping by the show, and um, we look forward to hearing from you again soon, man. Yes, sir. Take take care.
1: See ya. There you go. That's cool. I, I didn't know that he got awesome. a gig in, in Lawton. That's I'm I'm really happy for him. It's, that's cool. Did he
0: say? Is it KSWU? Channel I got 7, I got I got
1: KSWO in Lawton.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe but we're probably a, both
1: messing it up, and <laughs> Lawton's I gonna think, be mad at us. <laughs> I think
0: my O was just a just bad pin pinmanship. I think is what uh, we can chalk that up to. Well, good stuff. Uh, looking for possibly some uh, some some bad travel conditions. Little wintry mix late Monday and uh, into Tuesday.
1: Yeah, he had some nice things to say about Demarco, which is not all that surprising. But he is. Um, I don't want to say really blossom into a great running backs coach, but he's kind of found his groove at that spot, I feel like. He's got to be the most well-known running backs coach in college football because of his NFL pass, but he's he's starting to do some damage on the recruiting trail.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's got a couple of youngsters that are looking pretty good. Um, Another young one coming in. Who was the walk-on receiver, he said?
1: I uh, I need to go back, and I, I didn't write that one down. I should have written that one down. Text line will I, let us know who that was.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, good stuff, man. That's awesome. Uh, hopefully we get to hear from him more and more uh, as we have some weather stuff happening throughout this winter and into the spring. Going to be cool. All right. Quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. We'll come back and wrap up our number one here from Riverwind Casino.
1: Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of the rush. CavensConstruction.com. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, facility maintenance. Cavens can do it all. Give them a call today, 405 573 3048. That's 405 573 3048. Tulsa, they're here to serve you as well. 918 282 7612. Major Nelson is who Weatherman Jay was saying. Uh, watch out for him in the running back room next week.
0: Ah, year. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice.
1: And it is KSWO TV Channel 7 in Lawton. We got a lot of people down in the Southwest Oklahoma uh, saying, "Yeah, I'm going to watch him." Lags32 nice. says, "I'll watch Jaden on KSWO. Too bad weather men only last about 6 months there before they move on." Well, yeah. Maybe Jaden'll huh. be the next one. I, I I see a I see a bright future for him. That was fun. I'm glad we did that.
0: Well, good deal. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, yeah, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about another round of uh, snow coming through. Have I had enough already? Am I? Do the I snow need another round? The
1: fine, but the, like, the roads weren't bad at all earlier this week. That's, That's right. Fine. It was like the perfect scenario. Like, you get the snow, but you can still travel around just fine. The ice is, yeah, I'm out on that one. No, thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you nailed that. Yeah, good job. The snow did it. Came in one day and was gone the next. Yeah, Awesome. Kids were still out two days of school. Unbelievable. do will know how that happened. Look at you. Uh, well, I mean, come on. Uh, you got to let the kids go out. It's not so much. Sometimes it's not so much about the dangerous roads. It's We don't get snow very often. You don't have very many opportunities to bust the sled out, go have a snowball fight, build a snowman. Let the kids be kids, Tyler. Let's go. Yeah. Um,
1: I think the over-under will be eight and a half, and we will hit the over, says a texture from the 405. I'm feeling like nine and four-ish. I find it hard that the national people will give us the benefit of the doubt, given six and seven. Nine and four-ish. I don't know if that'll be – I don't know how great people will feel about a nine and four-ish season next year four losses that doesn't that doesn't look good <laughs> what in the loss mean? column there. I don't I don't think that that's going to be uh, accepted all that all that well.
0: You don't know how people are going to feel about 9 4. I know. i tell people you how they're going to feel. feel 9 about and 4 it. sucks.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes. 9 and 4 is going to be uh, you know, here's the thing. Even we've had eleven and two seasons that were god awful. We were nine and zero, and everyone hated it. (laughs) Which and I, rightfully so. I was right there, and you know, here's the thing. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. That nine and zero team from twenty one was essentially about the same skill level as the six and seven team from last year. But somehow, man, yeah. they found a way to win, you know, a handful of those close games. And this year, we found a way to lose all of them.
1: It's true, man. I, that team, those two teams would have played a heck of a football game last year. But I'll take the 2021 team because of what you just said. They figured out a way to win games, yeah. and this year's team didn't. It would, it would have been a three-point loss, I'm sure.
0: Well, close this game year's the team... Through. This this year's team would have led the whole game, and yep. last year's team yeah, would have won it.
1: Seriously, I, I think that that's totally accurate. <laughs> this text says, well, need to see what those four losses look like, though. Yeah, I don't think that you do. I think if the if the number of losses this year is any larger than the number two, then it's there's going to be a lot of pissed off people, most likely.
0: Well, yeah, and here's the thing. like, right? I get what the text are saying. I mean, you can have a four-loss year and look at it and be like, you know, those were four. I here's. The, I guess this is what I'm trying to say. In the SEC, if you lose to Alabama, Georgia, Georgia lose a tight one, maybe to like a South Carolina, I you can look at some of those and be like, okay, those four losses. While we should win those games, and it's not okay. Like, ah, eh, I can kind of understand them. We don't. We're not going to have that kind of schedule. We're going. We are a better team. Better. Coached better talent than, in my opinion, everyone else in the conference. So it's inexcusable to have four losses on there. And I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to make any grand proclamation of what I think is going to happen with next year. But lame. I, we've got to hit our. It's too early. Like, hmm. You know, we see some spring practice. We hear a couple of things. We'll start to, you know, shape what our opinion's going to be. But, you know, I. I was wrong previously whenever I felt like we had a bunch of uh, really good talent that was untapped, and uh, with some development, those guys are going to be really good. Well, the development didn't happen. I still think there's a lot of talent there, but here's the thing. Not a smart football team, not a disciplined football team, right? Found ways to lose, and... Like it's hard to get behind that, and I, I, I think that they're doing it the right way and coaching it the right way. I, I just thought it was going to happen a lot quicker. All right, we got to hit a timeout. Hour number two, of the rush is coming up next. Here from Riverwind.